Hey, welcome to Reaction Point. Uh, this is Angry Frank, and Nick is with me. And uh, <laughs> how you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. How How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, today I'm not too angry, so I'm hoping that uh, it won't it won't switch off into the you know into the rest of the podcast today. But uh, just so everybody knows, if you're first time listening to Reaction Points, we are actually uh, our first podcast that we we'll be recording up. So we're here to talk about pretty much anything and everything. Um, ranging from sports, politics, pop culture, gaming, pretty much you name it. It's what we're going to talk about today, um, at least for the next uh, probably about 45, 60 minutes. Um, so, Nick, what's the what's the first thing you want to talk about today? Um, real quickly, I want to say I saw Captain Marvel. Uh, not going to say anything about the movie itself other than it was perfectly fine. Uh, I think it's a perfectly good Marvel movie. Uh, I don't know if it's like top five Marvel movies, but uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, you, you, it's worth it. It's good. It's not, you know, there's no problems with it. Let's go see it as uh, somebody who came of age in the nineties, the music, uh, it hit me. The music hit me really good. So uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. That's good. That's good. So uh, I'm going to take my wife to go see that this weekend. And um, so are you going just so that way I can, I can bring up something. What about all those, uh, angry boys out there that didn't want to see a female well, well one the movie what is it had like the biggest opening for march or something like that and it's like the the, the fifth highest uh marvel movie opening or something right actually it might even be more than that it might have had a might have been the second highest marvel movie opening so uh wow. yeah, was, all those people that were boycotting it like they made no impact whatsoever and for every every one of them the, that I've heard about, I've seen at least one post or something where, uh, you know, a female was saying, like, you know, at such and such point during the movie, I started crying because it felt good to, you know, be represented and whatnot. So um, overall, I think it, it, it worked out. Even if you, you put the, you know, the feminist message aside, I don't think it was overtly feminist. Um, it, uh, it it's still it's an enjoyable experience. I mean, is is it is it is it the best Marvel movie? No, um, you know it's not Winter Soldier, it's not Infinity War, uh, but Infinity War is such a spectacle. Nothing's going to be Infinity War except for the next one. But um, but no, but it's it's a solid it's a solid introduction for the character, and I think it'll actually hold up better on repeat viewings than some of the other movies. Okay, no, it's a it's a good assessment. I'll let you know what I think. When I see it, hopefully I won't be as angry at that movie as I was at episode of uh, The Last Jedi. No, no, there's, you can't compare the two. I know, I was just, I was just letting you know that, you know, I, I just, I hate uh, um, Unless you're like a hardcore Carol Danvers fan and you're going in expecting some like comic, like specific representation yeah. for the comic. No, no, I have, I have no idea. I, I'm going into this completely blind. No idea. Yeah. On knowledge, I have no knowledge on on Captain Marvel, or, or, you know, origin story or anything like that. I know a little bit just from talking to some other people that are fans or whatever. But um, all right. So besides Captain Marvel, what's the what's the topic you wanted to get into? What's the topic that I wanted to get into? Uh, real quickly, uh, Beto O'Rourke accidentally announced he's running for president. Beto O'Rourke. I knew he was going to do it though. I I knew he was going to jump into the race. I'm glad he did. Um, it should bring a lot more competitiveness to the, to the Democratic race. And I'm well, really looking forward to seeing how this whole thing's going to play out. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to tell you, the Democrats have a chance here to, to really do what they need to do and work together um, and, and get some and get some good candidates out there. I don't think there's many of them, to be honest, with you, at least in my opinion. 
um, you know, when we when we had and we were running the uh, the APD podcast, it was, you know, we, we we both know I'm I'm more of a moderate. I have some conservative views. I got some liberal views, but you know, overall, you know, with everything going on, obviously I'm voting Democrat uh, from from here on out, at least until I see some changes. But um, I, I wanted better to to run for sure. So. Well, I think uh, what was it Sherrod Brown? I think he's he he's not running because yeah, he said it's more important to uh, maintain the Senate than it is to for, for him to to run. And I think I think there might be an argument there that pretty much if you're a, a senator in a uh, a vulnerable district, or I should say, a vulnerable state, not district, uh, it, m- it might make sense for you to kind of evaluate whether you want to run run for senator, run for president. But uh, other than that, like I don't, I kind of don't see why if you're a, a Democrat, why at this point you wouldn't you know, at least be teasing it, if not already having thrown your hat in, because I mean, what yeah. do you have to lose? It's going to be a huge field. You know, anything can happen as long as you can get enough. Uh, if, you know, if you're, if you're able to get enough, uh, was it uh, small donations, like 600,000 in small donations, I think you can get into the, uh, the TV debates. Uh, and so you might see somebody, you know, you might see somebody come out there, uh, you know, that nobody's really paying attention to yet, you know, might be able to get enough attention, get into the debates and then, uh, make some noise but we've got we've got a good year before this even begins to get sorted out so yep yep it's so i want to see who else is coming out um what i wanted to go over is i'm not i'm not too happy with what the democrats are doing right now and the calls for impeachment or the massive amounts of what do you mean calls for impeachment the pelosi said it's not worth it yeah well look i and i'm going to agree with her and i i hate agreeing with nancy pelosi but you know, what I'm seeing is this, is look, you, we're going to investigate fine. Let's let the investigation take their course. Let's follow the, you know, the, the, the laws or whatever that are going to be there. If you think there's some speculations or whatnot that you want to investigate, that's fine. But what we can't do is just directly jump into conclusions and start moving this stuff a little bit too fast. We really should be waiting for Mueller's investigation to finish. We should be waiting for what the Southern District of New York is going to do. All these things need to matter. There are other issues that need to be dealt with. I mean, there's health care, there's, you know, the taxes, there, you know, the, the Social Security. I mean, there's so many different things that need to be addressed and they're not being they're not they're really taking a back burner on everything that's happening in the news. Or at least the mainstream media is is, is having it that way. So I just want Democrats to be cautionary about what they're doing. But, well, one, what, what, what do you what kind of bills do you expect the Democratic Congress to pass that the Republican Senate is then going to move on? I don't know, but if they keep doing this, you know, this fiasco of investigation after investigation and a lot of the reasons why the Democrats got hot, we got, you know, took the majority of the House was not necessarily for running investigation, investigation. If you look at the exit polls that were there, it was about, you know, them passing things and and kind of maintaining the balance and whatnot, but also in, in starting some new legislations. And if they don't start to showcase those legislations, that doesn't well, necessarily work for them in the in the running and like, like HR one, which they uh, they passed, which is supposed to, which was their bill all about voting rights, trying to improve voting rights. Yeah, and I think that got kiboshed down, did it not? Uh, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. Yeah, it's but again, again, by doing these things and following through, and even the, everyone knows that they weren't going to get much done in the Senate. It just it needs to start showing that the Democrats want to get things done. And that they're getting stopped at the Senate because of Republicans. But you, 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 you have to keep that narrative on there. Listen, you can have some narrative of Trump and the investigations and Manafort and everything that happened to him today. Um, 
which I want to touch on, but this is just getting crazy, dude. You know, I think it's just too much right now. I even, I, and I listen to it all the time, but it's just, I can only imagine that people that are casually listening, like, again, like we're going over this again. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the minority on this one, but I don't think I am. You know, but so today, uh, Manafort, how many years? Seven and a half years total. Yeah, I think so. It is. Total, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He's going to jail, and they can say whatever they want. It's not about Russia collusion, but that's not what she said. Um, obviously, it's about him, the tax evasion, the issues that he did, and you know, and that's why he's going to jail. So, whatever happy with that one. Whatever's going to happen next is going to happen next. Um, what I did want to hit up on was the Odell Beckham trade. <laughs> And I hate you because you're an Eagles fan. And right now I just lost my best wide receiver. However, my friend Dan was going to be on this podcast with us because he's he's a little worried. He does he thinks that the Giants didn't get enough for Odell, which I countered <laughs> by saying that I don't know how much more you're going to get. I mean, Antonio Brown was a third and fifth round pick. That's it. You got a first round pick, a third round pick for this year as well. And then Peppers. Also, you swapped picks from the Olivier Vernon trade where you gave up a third and uh, you gave up a second and got a third. Well, you just swapped that back. They got their third back and you got your second back. So the Giants have 12 draft picks for this coming draft. So I think that's pretty good. Now, yeah, they got rid of Odell, but then again, I mean, I was their their cap hit is 33 million in dead in, in dead cap money, but I, I really don't think. Everyone's looking at the positive of 2020, which is almost over almost 100 million, if I'm not mistaken, in in cap space. So, if Gettleman is right, if, I mean, the Giants fans are losing their minds. They're literally losing their minds. And maybe it's just me because I got a kid, and maybe I'm just looking at things a little bit differently. I see this as a process. Manning's done after this year; it's completely gone. They're either going to draft a quarterback or they're going to trade for one, right? Now, I personally don't know who they're going to draft. I, I have no real inclination of what they're going to do. But this draft is deep for the defense, which the defense is lacking. They still got Sterling Shepard. They still got Evan Ingram. They still got Saquon Bar- Barkley. They still have Manning, who's a serviceable quarterback. They've upgraded because they when they traded Olivier Vernon, they traded for the for – the, I think it was offensive lineman, right? And then they're going to go ahead and probably draft another offensive lineman couple more things, maybe even with the signing, they, they might have a, actually a pretty decent line, which is what they ended up with last year, late last year, and went, I think it was uh, five and five or something like that. So, I mean, like, they're, they're going to be all right. It's not the end of the damn world. Yeah, you lost Collins. Yes, you lost defense. But this defense, they picked up Peppers. They picked up another safety. And now they're going to go ahead and be in the draft. They got 12 draft picks. They're going to make some – they can hit on their draft picks, which let's just say they hit on 50% of them, depending on who they are, let's just say, even only even if it's just half. I mean, that's, that's decent enough that they should be able to improve the team somewhat. Your 2019 is not going to be the best year, but you're going to go from five and whatever to maybe maybe you go 50-50, maybe, right? So I figure if you go 50-50, you're still serviceable. Manning's gone. Hopefully you've got you know a back you know a new quarterback, and if not, you're in the new draft, pretty much ready, or you could trade for a higher, you know, a, a higher draft pick. So I, I really don't see this as the end of the world. Yeah, it might not be the best season, but it might be a little bit better than last. I think the argument is that if you're if you're in rebuilding mode, you know, working for the future, 
why do you still have Eli? But he does he does nothing for because you. He's still a service he's still a serviceable quarterback and whoever they get is not gonna be able to start right away, more than likely. Even if they trade for one, they're gonna need someone to sit behind them. And even if they draft a quarterback, that quarterback's still gonna sit right, behind them. Right. Well, if, none if of these quarterbacks are better than the ones from last draft. But if Eli if Eli's done after this year, then shouldn't they have that quarterback in the future already? Like it, it, well, it, they, they should have, but they took Saquon Barkley, right? And who are you going to take, Darnold instead? Well, they didn't take Darnold, so you can't cry over fucking spilt milk. So everyone's got to chill the fuck out in Giants land and fucking relax. All right? Take a fucking chill pill. Just because you live in New York doesn't mean you have to be a dumbass. Everyone just needs to fucking relax. It's, not, right. the end of, it's not the end of the world. It really isn't. Now what I don't like is the talks about them trading for Josh Rosen. That's not something. <laughs> going to trade for Josh Rosen? Yeah, I'm like, what are you going to trade for him? A bag of peanuts? Like, what are you going to give up? A fifth round pick? I hope. Maybe. I mean, that, if, see, if, that, if that maybe be... a third and a fifth, what are you going to give up? A seventh round pick and you get Josh Rosen? If you give up a seventh rounder, I'll take it. You know, you give up whatever the last pick of the draft is and give it up for Josh Rosen and see what happens. Fine. But if you give up a first or a second or even a third, you're an idiot. Even a fourth, you're still an idiot. So, you know, he's really got to watch what he's doing, Dave Gettleman, because otherwise he, he will have an angry mob at his front door. He probably already has one. But what I don't want to see is them, but the rumors that I'm seeing now of them possibly picking up Kyler Murray, who I think is too small. No. No. Ky- Ky- they'll get Josh Rosen because Kyler's going to Arizona. That's the thing is that they're, they're, now there's, you know, depending on who's saying it, which, you know, obviously no one knows anything. But they're like, oh, well, maybe the Giants might trade up to get Kyler Murray for the first pick because they have the number six and the number 17. And I'm like, why? Why, why, why would you do that? Like, there'd be no reason. It, more than likely, Haskins drops to six. And if not, Jacobs drops to, to, to them at, as well. So it's, I really don't see Kyler Murray as the, as the best quarterback in the field. But then again, I mean, everybody I... knows more than I do. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll admit, like, my research on Kyler Murray is very limited, but I saw an interview with him where he was doing that whole maybe I'll play baseball, maybe I'll play bat, uh, maybe I'll play football thing. And he just didn't seem interested in even being there. And I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, the guy has the wrong kind of attitude. But I, I feel like it worries you, doesn't it? It does. It does. But it, I mean, it will. Not really, because it's not like the Eagles are. Any, it's not like the Eagles are in the Kyler Murray chase. But, um, but putting that aside, like I, I would not. I don't have high hopes for his career wherever he goes. Now, maybe he gets into a good situation. I mean, he's clearly talented. You know, you put him in a good situation with good coaches. You know, they can bring out the best in him. But I think more often than not, you see these these kids come out where. You know, if they can get into the right situation, they're good, and they just don't get into the right situation. Like I look at look at Blake Bortles in, in Jacksonville. I mean, if he had found a better, you know, if he if he landed on a better team, if he had landed in say like the Packers or uh, or, or you know you know or, or I'm trying to think like one of their teams, I don't know, maybe like Kansas City under Andy Reid or something. You know, maybe he develops a little bit better instead of getting you know the boot for Nick Foles after all this time, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, with the fact that they picked up Nick Foles for the amount of money they did, that's just insane, dude. It's good for Nick Foles. He earned it. <laughs> yeah, good for Nick Foles. But I mean, oh, dude, he's 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 not worth that. That that's ridiculous. No, I and think. Then, and then, and, I mean, the Broncos trading for Flacco and then trading. What the Redskins picked up Case Keenum? What the fuck is going on? There's everybody is desperate, and there's just not a lot of talent out there. 
And it's not, not, not to say Flacco is not talented. I mean, he, he did win a Super Bowl and all, but, um, but you know, but I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not the quarterback now that he was then. And even then, he still wasn't the best quarterback in the league at the time. But yeah, well, I mean, I guess we're going to see what's going to happen with the Broncos soon. The Broncos think that Flacco is the answer. I personally don't think he is, but you know, whatever. They're going to go with it and they're going to see what they got. Right? Well, you, know, you know, you you have to wonder if maybe part of the problem is that LA, because he was so good at quarterback, it's hard for him to evaluate other quarterbacks properly because he, he just doesn't he thinks like oh well, I, you know i was like you know this is just how quarterback is and so this guy he looks good we'll just put him in there and it's it's not that easy yeah yeah that i can see for sure and and that's what and that's what gets me on this is what what's actually gonna happen i think redskins picking up keenum i guess they had no choice i mean alex smith you have no idea if he's even gonna come back but is he really that much of an upgrade over colt mccoy and then you know you've got Nick Foles over at the Jaguars, which I think is a good pickup. I just don't think it was worth that much money. No. But I guess we're going to find out right now. I mean, what's good about Nick Foles is that he's a good locker room presence. And, I mean, but what you don't know is are you going to get Nick Foles from the Super Bowl run or are you going to get Nick Foles from the past? So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the Jaguars are going to do. That'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, the Browns are are, they're pretty stacked. Yeah. They're pretty stacked. I mean, their defense is going to be good. Um, they're going to have, you know, uh, Beckham. They're going to have, you know, their running back. They're going to have everybody together. And it's, you but know, does, with this, there, it's going to be interesting. Doesn't this feel like the kind of season where the Browns come out, they look stacked. The Steelers come out, they look like they're in disarray. And then somehow by like midway through the season, the Browns, everything just has fallen apart for them. I don't know if it's the injuries or, or just like, like the locker room just doesn't. Yeah. Occur. Okay. I agree. The Steelers, I, I kind of have that. Steelers just <laughs> how they unite out of nothing. And then, yeah. you know, like, you know, Big Ben is, you know, getting swarmed by people and still making passes out of nowhere. And they're winning by like a point here, a point there. Well, the, I'm with you on that. I've got a, you know, I, I've got a kind of a feeling like that because I guess we're used to seeing it all the time. But I'm gonna be rooting for them, man. I hope they, I hope they do put it together. You know, it'd be nice to see a, a team besides the freaking Patriots win. You know what I mean? So it'd be nice to see the Browns in the Super Bowl and then, you know, just win it all. I mean, they that franchise, that fan base, with I don't know twenty quarterbacks or more. I mean, that's just that's crazy. You know, it's just it's. I think it's about time. So. It's, it's 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 overdue. Yeah, I just, I just don't know what Baker's going to be. Is he going to be, you know, what he was last year, if not better? Or is he, he may have a drop-off. You, you don't, I don't know. I don't know what the future's going to hold. I know I'll be rooting for him, and I'll be rooting for them, you know, and, and who they're playing against. But we'll see. I've got a bad feeling how the Steelers are going to be. A.B.'s gone. Le'Veon Le, uh, Le Bell's gone. Le, uh, you know, Bell's on the Jets, and you got Brown on the on the Raiders. I mean, what are you going to – what do you think about Brown to the Raiders? That one – I don't. I don't know. I enjoyed everybody dunking on uh, on Gruden last year for for the trades that he made. And if the Raiders are actually going to be decent, I feel like we're going to lose something there. I kind of want them to suck just because. Not that I don't like Gruden. I just like Gruden not being good as a coach. If that makes any kind of sense. <laughs> but uh, you hating on Gruden? Nah, I guess I am hating on Gruden a little bit. I don't mean to. He seems like a nice enough fellow, but. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I agree with you. That That's a pretty big circus around there. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it'll be, I'll get my popcorn ready. How about that? Exactly. It's going to be fun to watch is, is what yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. 
it's gonna be real fun to watch. So I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens. But um, you know, uh, it, it'll be a good. I think it's gonna be a good good season so far. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the season yet. So I'm just looking forward to seeing how the rest of the years. We gotta get to the draft. I mean, that's the next thing. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, the draft, the draft day. I'm definitely getting my popcorn ready as a Giants fan. I'm, I'm I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. When, when, you know, is, I, when is the draft? Uh, obviously, it's in April. I think it's like mid-April, late April, something like that. Um, I don't have it. Thursday, yet. April 25th. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. Right? That's the weekend that uh, Endgame comes out. Oh, really? Yeah, yes, I, I can't. Watch wait. the draft on Thursday night, then go, then go to a midnight screening of Endgame. There you go. There you go. So, let's, let's, let's move on to more pressing matters. Um What's the latest with R. Kelly? <laughs> I have no idea. I, don't, I haven't heard anything lately other than uh, what is he did that interview on uh, on CBS where he was yeah. just insane. Yeah, and then his and then his his girls were 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 defending him, and he was he wasn't supposed to be in the room, and then he was in the room while they were being interviewed. It was it's it's just a fiasco, man. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna end up happening with R. Kelly, but it's. Dude, it's it's a mess, man. He's out of jail. He's back out of jail. Someone, uh, and you know, uh, uh, anonymously, you know, paid the child support that he needed, and you know, to to pay out. But it, it's just, it's a big mess, dude. It really is. So, but yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with that one, man. I'm just like I said for that one again. I got my popcorn ready to go for that one too, because it's. I'm just looking forward to seeing, you know, hey, how's this whole thing going to play out? It might take years, man. Probably gonna yeah. take several years, like it did last time. I think last time it took six years for him to get acquitted. So it's just, it's insane, like, you know, the whole process and whatnot. But, um, well, I think in this case, it depends. Normally, he, you know, celebrities have enough money that they can keep appealing and whatnot. But it sounds like if he's, if he's as broke as he claims, he may not be able to, uh, sustain his legal fees for as long as he might need for that long. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Are you a boxing fan by any chance? Not really. But, uh, uh, were you going to talk about uh, what Mayweather and... Uh... Well, there's supposed to be a deal with Mayweather and Pacquiao. Apparently there's a lot of talks about that. I don't know if that's actually going to go through. But um, the Spence-Garcia fight is this weekend. And Spence is a natural welterweight and Garcia's moving up two weight classes to fight him. So, you know, they're both undefeated. Spence is much bigger. Garcia's smaller. He's had to bulk up. I'm, I don't know what it's going to happen. I mean, I think Spence is really, I think Spence might knock him out personally. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for a good fight. I'll say that much. So, I know United Boxing, so I won't, I won't spend too, uh, too much on that. You know. That's fine. You know what I mean? But the um what's this other thing you got on here? Did you did you see all the news about the new anthem game? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell's up with that, man? Like uh, it gets released. So I was I was talking to John today and he's like, All right, so the anthem game got released. Everything, you know, obviously it was released. It, it didn't go as smoothly as they as it could have, but you know, obviously it got released out. But the patches have been horrible. And it's basically broken the game, and now now it's just being crapped on by several people. So I mean, my brother picked it up, sixty bucks, and I'm like, this is why I didn't want to pick it up because I was like, 
I didn't want to spend all that on that game if it wasn't a complete game. You know, this is why I don't go by the notion of prepaying for the game because it's never finished. It's like they, they, it's like they don't finish it. They want all the money and then they don't want to, they, they make you, they do microtransactions to, to get it to what it's supposed to be like. I'm like, well, that's not how it used to be. It used to be, I got a complete freaking game. Well, it used, used to be you had to go and pay 25 cents to play for like five minutes if you were lucky. <laughs> But we've we've moved beyond that. Um, no, the problem the, the the problem is that it's really I mean it's it if you look at like the loot shooters that you know the anthem the genre it kind of falls into, uh, you know, and you can even extend like Diablo into this a little bit. Uh, but Diablo, Destiny, uh, the Division One, none of them were perfect out of the gate. It all it takes a while for the game to sort of find itself and find what it is, and it's it's. Part of that is that I think the games get pushed out a little bit early, and part of that is that is that Endgame takes a while to develop. Like uh, they they spend a lot of time building all the stuff you're going to play while you're leveling, and then there's always people that rush through it or, or get through it, and then you know they get to the end game part and they're like, okay, now what? And the developers weren't necessarily ready for that because they focus so much on the other you know the earlier content, um, and then also to some of the systems they don't really see how the systems all interplay until it goes live and they realize like oh like this loot system doesn't work. Uh, one of the things that people have been saying is there's been a bug that's popped up twice that's improved the loot drops. And they're saying, like, the game feels much better with the improved loot drops, but then, you know, they fix the bug, and then the game goes back to feeling terrible again. And something similar yeah. happened with Diablo 3, where uh, Blizzard did a weekend where they were like, okay, this weekend we're going to increase the loot drops, and everybody enjoyed it. And they're like, that works so well, we're just making that increase permanent. That's just how loot drops work now. So it's that's the kind of thing I think that, that – like, that's the kind of thing I think that – like Anthem needs to do is just kind of just be like, okay, you know, we're just going to increase the loot drop. So be it. Um, but I don't think, you know, they're, they're not, I think the developers haven't quite made up their mind on that. They're still wanting to stick it out. Uh, what's going to hurt them though, is that the division two came out and all actually it's, it's coming out. I think it comes out uh, on Friday and all the early reviews are that like this game, like they learned from the division one that they've, you know, they fixed all the issues. It feels good. It plays good. Everything works well. And so mm-hmm. all the people that were excited about Anthem, now they actually have somewhere to go and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to play Anthem. I'll go play Div- The Division. And uh, yeah, yep. it's, it's, that's right. And, that, and the, qu- the question is like, how long can, how, you know, how long can the, uh, the, you know, how long can Anthem last? How, how long is it going to be able to survive in this environment? Because it's not. Well, I'm not, I don't think it's going to survive long because Destiny 2 released uh, Gambit Prime. The oh yeah, the drifter, and that's that's playing out well. Yes, really that. yeah, because you know, I I can't wait to get back home so I can go ahead and, and start playing, you know, Destiny Two, the the season of the drifter to get some of that armor, you know, some of the the new weapons and and take my six fifty to seven hundred. But I mean, we'll we'll see. Yeah, the problem yeah. is when you have these uh, games as a service, as it were, that they they you know they're all competing with each other. And it's not even necessarily that they're, you know, I mean, you know, like that's the thing is like Destiny had time. Destiny came out early enough. It had time to sort of, you know, write itself. And it's it's lucky it kind of got itself righted just before, you know, Anthem and the Division 2 came out. The Division 2, they learned from the Division 1. They were able to, you know, you would think Destiny would have done that with Destiny 2, but they they took a step back with Destiny 2, but they they got that all sorted out. And now the Anthem, basically it almost seems like you have to wait till Anthem 2 for anything to get good. 
I mean, that, that you know, like everybody yeah. says that the, the javelin system is good. The, the actual gameplay itself is fun. It's just that there's nothing to do, that you wind up doing the same stuff over and over again, and the loot drops are terrible. And then there's these random bugs. Uh, originally, the first bug was that if you use the starter gun, like the little pea shooter that they give you at the beginning of the game, if you use that instead of whatever you know upgraded weapon you found later, the pea shooter actually does better than whatever upgraded weapon. You, you, shoot, you can kill enemies in less shots. And then they, and then they saw, saw today uh, there was something where people were uh, disarming themselves. Uh, or taking off certain pieces of armor, and they were actually doing better with less armor than if they just kept everything on. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's that is that is dumb, dude. That's just crazy. I I, I don't. This is why. This is why I'm glad I, I didn't pay sixty dollars for that freaking game. That that's the trash. That's some trash game right there. That's ridiculous. Well, I wouldn't I, want to pay for that. I think it's important. I, I, I mean, it's it's important in these multiplayer experiences, uh, and then and, and not, not to say like all multiplayer experiences, but specifically these sort of these games that are intended to have a life sh- uh, shelf life. You know, like Destiny. They were saying you were going to get ten years of gameplay out of that. You know, you know, sort of these ongoing ongoing franchises where they're continually upgrading it. And you know, when you get in that you're going to be paying for an expansion every year or so, you're going to be paying for DLC on a regular basis. It's part of the deal that I think it's important to understand that oftentimes the developers take some time to figure out what they're doing, that the game as the game, when it launches is not how the game is going to look, you know, six months from now, a year from now, two years and so on. And the same thing goes back to like the MMOs, you know, world of Warcraft, that's constantly evolving. That's constantly changing. So, you know, it, it, you know, if it, it, it's one of those things, like you know, like you can pre-order, you can pay your sixty dollars up front, you can get in, but know that you're getting into the early end of an experience, and it may not be what it's supposed to be, it, what it evolves into, and you know, some people enjoy that ride, and other people, you know, are perfectly correct in saying, like, no, I don't want any part of this, and uh, you know, maybe maybe in a year or two, when uh, you know, whatever update comes out that they sort everything out, uh, it might be worth checking out then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not buying Anthem anytime soon. I, I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. And if it does, that's fine. I'll, maybe I'll get it later on when it's on sale, but I'll stick to Destiny 2 for right now, a couple of the games that I play, and then maybe I'll pick up the Division 2, depending on, uh, you know, what the, what the reviews are and how many other of my friends are playing the game. You know what I mean? Because I really don't want to play games like that unless I've got a, a couple of people that are actually going to jump on and, you know, well, that's fun on the game. That's kind of the, the, the kiss of death. Like, that, that's really what spurs the downward cycle, is that once you have a critical mass of people who have left the given game, uh, you know, you're not going to – a game like this, you're not going to want to play without your friends. And so even if you're like, yeah, I'm super excited for Anthem and I love the Javelin play and I'll wait around for it, if your friends are all like, yeah, we're going to the Division – you're probably going to wind up getting the division. And then uh, mm-hmm. in that case, you know, in, in that case, then it can be hard for Anthem to pull people back. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if we're, you know, between destiny and the division and the Anthem, I wouldn't be surprised if the market can only support two of those games right now. And that doesn't even include all the people who are playing like apex legends and Fortnite, and PUBG, and all that other stuff. So uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if, if Anthem kind of, takes a powder soon. Wow. Well, uh, you know, like I said, that's, 
that's it for me on 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 that. I don't know what other stuff is really coming out. I don't keep too much track, but um, I wanted to touch base with you about the something completely different, completely off topic. I'm 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 switching gears like a son of a bitch right now. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think about the? I mean, it was unfortunate the plane crash and the Ethiopian Airlines about the seven thirty seven Max eight. What do you think about what's happening? You know, the U.S. went ahead and. You know, Trump released, uh, you know, an executive order or whatever have you, or the FAA to ground him. What are you thinking about all this? I think one, it's a it's a problem that we don't have anybody actually running the FAA. We have a, what is it, a, t- a temporary interim person running the FAA because Trump wanted to nominate his personal pilot to run the FAA, and and that did not uh, that did not happen. Um, it, it's second, I think. I mean, obviously the crashes are terrible. It, you know, whatever whatever the issue is, it sounds like they at least have an idea what it is. I, that they have some kind of software update that's supposed to address it. Um, you know, somebody's going to be flying in the next few months. I'm personally worried about it because uh, I don't know what you know if I'm going to be on one of these uh, what seven thirty seven Max eights or or nines or whatever they are. Um, but it. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's a few things. What was it? Supposedly that the, the FAA was supposed to be working with Boeing on, on getting the fix out and then the shutdown happened. So that got, you know, them working together, got delayed for five weeks. Um, well, and, and if, and if that look, if that's the case, right, because of the shutdown or whatever, obviously that's the reason why one of the reasons why shutdowns are bad, but if I'm not, you know, no one knows if it was pilot error yet. No one knows if it was the software update that wasn't done. You know, in the U.S. and in different countries, I mean, the recommendations are usually followed pretty quickly and, and all the pilots are retrained. That doesn't necessarily happen with every country. Yeah. So I, I just want to know more about what happened when they because they sent the information, the black boxes out to Europe. So I guess we should know soon, hopefully, what exactly happened and what is it tied to? You know, but what I don't want to do is just say that all the 737s are all bad. You know, like I said, if it's a software thing, it's one thing. But if it's pilot error, it's a completely different. And, you know, it is also it could be a combination of they did update, but the pilots weren't trained for the way the new update responds to the way that you take off. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, the, the way that apparently the software update works is that it it changed the the approach of, of you know, taking off the, the airplane. And they hit a I think it was like a like a dead stop or something like that midair, and that's that's why it came back down. I guess obviously crash or whatever, but you know obviously the the pilot should have been trained on that portion. But I guess we'll find out. Like I said, I don't want I don't know either way. But obviously, if Boeing it needs to be held accountable, fine. But you know, I'm not I don't want to rule out other things yet until you know the investigation is done. You know. So at least that's that's my thing. I I, I understand grounding everything. I, I totally do because you don't you want to take precautions, um, but uh, you know obviously the investigation's got to move pretty fast. Like we need to know what happened. You know, I travel a lot on airplanes, and most of the time I'm traveling it's usually single aisle airplanes and um, like the uh, uh, Canadair, the Embraer, the the uh, uh, Airbus sometimes, you know, it depends on what Boeing it is, but it's usually smaller airplanes. So I guess we'll, we'll find out soon enough, you know, but that's, that's what I wanted to kind of touch on with you. See what you thought. 
did you read did you read about anything um on the uh the budget that they want to release out uh the, was it uh, they want 8.3 uh, was it 8.3 billion for the wall and uh what else there were significant cuts to medicare but they're saying they're saying that the 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 cuts are because they're going to be paying less after negotiating with the uh with with the after negotiating drug prices but i don't know how they can just assume they'll get cheaper drug prices in the budget that way but um it's uh it yeah it's basically that they're you know that they they cut the taxes and now it's time to uh cut the services to pay for those tax cuts and they're you well know, obviously the services that affect the majority of the poor and the lower class yeah it really is really what it is and that's and you know you know disabled and, and elderly it's just it's sad dude it, this is just and then and then they're expecting three percent gdp which he didn't even hit he didn't even hit three percent gdp he didn't even it's just i'm, I'm telling you dude i'm i'm just getting tired of it you know the stupidity of it all but it is what it is. I um, what do you think of the whole cheating scandal with the CEOs of the college admissions? Well, that's just. I mean, I almost want to say it's funny. I mean, I guess technically it's not really funny because I mean, there you know there were people who, uh, you know, they're they're deserving kids who who got left out of the system because of this. But um, well, one, I think it's funny that Felicity Huffman is taking the fall. Uh, even though like, like, like was, Will, did, Will, how did William H. Macy not know about this? Like, did she not tell him like, Oh, by the way, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pay some guy to sneak our kid into college or whatever. Uh, I don't know why she's the guilty party and not him. Um, but I, I do find it funny though, that her and uh, Lori Laughlin are like the faces of this, of this, uh, of this crime. Uh, but it makes sense because they're the two most famous people. But it's, I mean, it's a, it's the thing that, like, I mean, for how long has is, is it always been like, oh, you're a legacy, you get you can get in because, uh, you know, your parents went to this college or, you know, you know, your your grandfather, you know, donated a, enough money that, like, the library is named after him. Of course you're going to that college. But, you know, that, that I mean, if that's a common thing, then, you know, f- this just feels like a different a different manifestation of the same thing. So I don't know why people are surprised. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the appropriate punishment is. I, I, I think the problem is I, I like Felicity Huffman and I like Laura Laughlin. I don't want to see them go to jail, but at the same time, it's like, well, well, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, they, I think they should find them a significant amount of money, and then that money should be scholarships for underprivileged kids or something like that. I think that that would make more sense to me than jail time, but. Well, like I said, they should go to jail. I mean, you, you literally could have messed up many chances, obviously, to various people to, to get in on merit. And you gave people already with an advantage, even more an advantage, which is wrong. And it's just it, it, if, you know, obviously, whatever rules that they broke, because I think he's getting charged with money laundering and everything else. And, um, you know, go to jail. Do not pass. Go go directly to jail. I mean, it's just that's what I want because it's bullshit. It really is. The rich get richer. The people that are suffering are, are at the bottom. And, you know, a lot of them are being are college kids, right, with these varying degrees and everything else, right? It's just, yeah. it's, it's just sad, man. You know, it just really is. So I'm just I'm just going by what that is. So uh, what's the what's another what's the other topic you got for me? Anything, anything uh, particular? 
what else here? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, there was that family that uh, the family in Oregon that uh, they they didn't vaccinate their kid, and then he got tetanus. Dude, yes, go please keep going. So, oh, yeah, so he, to, I wasn't trying to stop yet. So apparently, he spent forty-seven days in the ICU, racked up eight hundred thousand dollars in medical bills. Uh, they cured him with the tetanus, and then they said, you know, when you get out of here, go. Get- Go get him vaccinated, right? And 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 he didn't get vaccinated. That's just crazy. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing is that you know with with the whole situation, right? Of, of what happened, they gave him the first T tap, the uh, D tap shot, and when they told him they needed to come back to take the rest, they never went. So they they basically said, "Well, no, it's it's fine. He's he's good. He's good. This is it's bullshit. It's bullshit, man." They're playing with other people's lives. They're playing with their own kids' lives. I, I just, you know, it's sad, man. Is it get you? I mean, just I don't understand it. I got I my kid is vaccinated. You know what I mean? I and, and don't get me wrong. I, I don't know what you did, but when I get my kid vaccinated, depending on what the shots are, and the timing of it, I'm like, okay, yep, you know, he can have those shots now. And they'll be like, okay, we want to do these others as well. I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait on those. I'm gonna wait a little bit longer. To put to introduce into those shots, the, the other shots that you want to give them, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I don't know if that's the way that's the way we, we we've been doing it. You know, they're like, oh, uh, we want to give them the flu vaccine. I'm like, isn't the flu done in March? Like, no, it's in April. I'm like, well, that's in like three weeks. And I'm like, I have my flu vaccine. My wife has their flu vaccine. I I think my son should be okay. So I'm gonna I'll, I'll take that shot. So, yeah. you know, he just he you're about to give my son three different vaccinations. I don't think he needs four or five. You want to do two or three at a time? I'm, I'm good with that. He doesn't need five or six of them at once. So, and people are like, well, wh- why don't you do it? What are you afraid of? I was like, no, I'm, what I'm afraid of is just, you know, I don't know if you ever noticed, but your kid sleeps. They're exhausted. You know, they're trying to fight all these different items all at once. You know? So, I mean, this is why everything's got to be done in a, in a, in a, in a process, you know, a, a Slow and steady wins the race. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 what I don't know. That's where I approached it. I don't know what you you've done with it. Well, but. I mean, you know, you do you you know you follow what the doctor says with you know within recommended guidelines and whatnot. But um, no, but the the problem is it, it feels like something at this point that like the science is pretty clear on this. It almost feels like vaccines should just straight up be mandatory, um, and. The fact that they're not is, uh, I think the fact that they're not, it really, it's complex in, in, in that, like, I can understand, like, legally how it's like you can't force somebody to do something to their body. Like, I understand sort of like the sovereignty of the body, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, this is a public health issue that, you know, you don't get vaccinated and all these other people who, you know, all the people, you know, like all the small children who can't, you know, who can't get vaccinated because they're waiting on it. Like, you know, you're putting them at risk. So I don't know. I I, I don't know what the fix is to this because it's, uh, it's complex, but you know, vaccinate your kids though. Like just point blank, just vaccinate your kids. Well, yeah, well, it's easier said than done, right? It's their kids, but 
you know, I guess it's going to be what it's going to be. I, I, I just came across an article that just that just uh, came up on my phone. And uh, it says that ex-priest accused of abusing dozens of boys is found shot to death in Las Vegas. Ooh. I mean, with everything happening with, you know, the whole Catholic Church and the priests and dioceses and cardinals that have been abusing boys and stuff like that. Or, you know, even even I heard, if I'm not mistaken, even nuns abusing children. It's just I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's just to me, it's it's just the reckoning. Is what it is, you know. The reckoning of 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 the of the seeds that they've sown, and and what's going to happen to the people that have abused these children. It's just, it's just what it is. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, that's just my thing about it. You know, it, it, and and then you you know, not to really go back into the R. Kelly thing, but you had the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson thing, right? Yeah. And you got the the, the, uh, the priest thing, and then, you know, I don't know if you saw the article about Pete Davidson, who I don't even think is even important. I personally think he's a skid mark on the underpants of life. Um, but, you know, he disses the classic church and compares them to I guess like R. Kelly or, or to Michael Jackson or whatever it may be. I, I don't even remember. But, you know, I'm just like, they're like the Catholic Church. Is like, well, no, you shouldn't have said that, and we want an apology. I'm like, an apology for your priests abusing children. Go fuck yourself. You don't deserve an apology. That's just my opinion on it, though. You know, I, that's again, that's my reaction on it. People may not like it. Well, that's fine. You don't have to listen. That's why you got you got the change button. Change over to the other podcast. But I'm just gonna tell you what I think about it. I think it's, I think it's bullshit. You can't go around fucking abusing children and then expect people not to go ahead and make fun of you and ridicule you and, and say shit about you. Uh, it's just not going to happen that way. Well, not it's, now. It's not even... You can't go around covering up the abusive children and not dealing with it the way that you're supposed to be dealing with it. That, yeah, like they should have done fucking years ago. Right. And I mean, you're, you're even seeing... I mean, it's not the, the same thing, but... uh what is it? There's a, there was a Sims influencer, a, you know, YouTuber who played the Sims, who uh, was like a member of whatever official program with EA that they, uh, they, they supported him. And then he was apparently, uh, you know, reaching out to, to young children and uh, he was reaching out to young children and, and uh, you know, trying to get them into relationships and uh, to, you know, do, you know, do, do stuff. And you know, people wouldn't come forward because he's, Oh, he's an influencer. He's with, he's with EA. So they were, you know, people were hesitant to come forward. Finally, some people did and, you know, they, they got rid of them. It's the same thing. It's that, you know, uh, somebody actually gone to the company and said like, Hey, you know, this guy's, you know, this, this guy's not being good. And, uh, you know, they, you know, the company was like, well, we don't know what to do because they don't, they don't know how to evaluate the allegation properly. And, uh, in the meantime, people are getting hurt. So it's, you know, when, when, when these things are brought up, you got to react. I mean, now that it's been proven, the guy, he's subsequently, you know, that they terminated from the program or whatever, and he's deleted all his social media accounts. I'm sure he's got the cops looking into it at this point, but, um, but yeah, it's, you know, when, when you find out about these things, you got to act on them appropriately, you know, you, you, whatever your institution is, whether it's a, you know, a religious institution or a, you know, a, an entertainment company, you know, you need to, you know, when you, you hear about people doing stuff, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you got to take care of it. You can't just, you know, ignore it and hope it goes away because it's not. 
and uh, you know, and then in the meantime, while you're waiting for it to go away, more people are getting hurt. That's, that's never good. Yeah. So we're running up against it. Um, so I just wanted to know what your last couple of thoughts are and anything that you want before we wrap this thing up. A reaction point. Uh, this is a. We're all over the place on this. There, there, there were <laughs> some downers. All I'm gonna say is go see Captain Marvel. It's a good movie. I recommend. It. I know you said you're gonna go see it, so I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna go check it out. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, checking out the movie Captain Marvel because I I do like Brie Larson. Um, I'm a huge fan of Samuel Jackson, and um, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does look like a fun. I, I'm curious to see how it ties into the rest of the MCU and then the after credits. You know what I mean? And then uh, obviously Endgame comes out in, you said April? I thought yeah, it was April. Okay. So in April and then um, obviously the NFL draft comes out and it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we, we were all over the place, but I mean, that's what it is. You know, we're trying to rapidly get out our reactions on various topics. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. There's so many different things coming out every day that it's kind of hard to, to keep, you know, to keep it going. And I hope as, as we keep doing this, that we can start to uh, get our reactions in early on, you know, and uh, using, using the app uh, that we're using and, and, and try to keep up, you know, cause there's just so much going on right now. Um, but uh, just so you know, I'm actually in Atlanta uh, right now. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in, uh, I'm in downtown. Uh I'm staying at a pretty crazy motel, uh, hotel, and uh, it's really nice. I've never seen anything like it. Well, why, um, why didn't you say you were in town? I could have showed you where R. Kelly's uh, sex castle is. <laughs> I, well, I wasn't thinking of going there, man. <laughs> I'm just here for, I'm just here for some training for work, dude. But uh, it is what it is. That's pretty funny. Um, Oh wow! So so next time that we we, that we do this episode, um, I think my friend Dan's going to join up. Uh, he's got a lot of sports uh, insight and whatnot: hockey, baseball, boxing, football, uh, soccer. I mean, he's he's pretty much into anything. So we can we can get on some topics like that. But um, you know, obviously, you know me. I'm I'm huge into politics. I want to talk about that uh, always. You know, depending on what comes up. But like I said, I'm really just getting tired of these. Uh, all these different investigation stuff, not because, you know, I want them to stop. It just, I just want to make sure that we're on, that we're, we're staying on point too with, with other things. So we'll see how this whole thing plays out, but I am glad Veda went ahead and, and uh, joined up on the race and look forward to seeing what's going to, what's going to shake out come 2020. So, but um, uh, to everybody out there, uh, you know, keep on trucking, keep on moving forward, stay positive. And um, check out Cat Marvel, man. Apparently, Nick says it's really great. You should just do what Nick says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's it's a good time. It's it's uh it's a good time. Good, good, good. So just like that, uh, we will see you all later. See you. Thanks for joining.